0: how are you i'm doing good uh glad we get a chance to do this i'm talking to the new aew world tag team champions the guns oh yeah i had all my notes ready like i had stuff i wanted to talk about but there's so much that have you know all this stuff went out the window stuff changed since i wrote all this up uh you guys got to meet vanessa hudgens last night (laughs) how was that (laughs) how was that
1: (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I didn't know who it was. Austin said, hurry up and get over here and take this picture. And I introduced oh, myself yeah. and then I walked away. So that's all. I, I don't have anything else than that. But Austin, I'm sure, has insane more than that.
2: There's not much to say. She's an icon. She's gorgeous. She was one of my first crushes growing up and I got a picture with her. And I think that's as respectful as I'm going to be with that question okay all
0: right I like that uh but I'm gonna go with with Colton's answer I'm not too familiar with stuff she's in but I know she's a very big star so (laughs) when you have that opportunity you take it you get a nice picture uh everybody's talking about it it seems like you know she had a good time at the show so you guys are and and when you have the belts you know people want a picture (laughs) with you too so there you
2: go I mean come on
0: What else can you say uh and then the other thing that actually caught my eye uh i actually just found out about a few hours ago you guys did uh a commercial for mac masters uh who's giving you your information what's going on here all right so i'll put it out there uh i'll he'll probably take blame and i'll get heat with him because apparently everybody has heat with him but zicky dice put it on twitter i saw it today uh AEW stars like yourselves, uh, Brody King was in there, Ray Phoenix, and then you have oh, yeah. impact stars, uh, Kurt Angle. So uh, the commercial's out there. So, what I can don't you... think Kurt Angle was, I in don't there. think, Kurt <laughs> there. yeah. Oh, so you don't, you Come didn't on. see the
2: final commercial. Oh, Kurt Angle's in this, he's thing? in it, yeah. Yeah, Kurt, oh, Kurt Angle is in there, yeah. He's in it, but they I don't filmed Something
0: after, in. so they snuck something in on you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god, where did you see? Wait, it's out. Uh, yeah, I posted it. Um, was it cool? Yeah, I liked it. it <laughs> okay. You guys, I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out what it is because I don't think you're going to have the the truck drivers and the salesmen fighting, but you know, you guys mixed it up with each other a little bit. So what was the experience like on your end?
1: Um, Brody King hit me really hard, <laughs> um, yeah, but other, but other than that, I mean, it was a fun experience. First, my first commercial, my first time dealing with anything like that so it was a fun and unique experience for me except brody king hitting me in the face over and over
2: yeah i'll counter that answer it was just a, it was cool to be in a production set that wasn't wrestling it was mm-hmm. cool to see how a commercial worked what was the end goal and it was kind of this kind of this same thing but trying to achieve a goal and and kind of mixing with the wrestlers and and see what we could do and highlight our spots. And then I looked over to my left and Colton getting decked by Brody King for real. And I went, <laughs> all right, maybe this isn't for us, this commercial business. <laughs> uh,
0: if you have a chance, check it out. It's kind of floating around now, but uh, yeah, Kurt Angle made a, a surprise appearance at the end. I guess he's like the manager of yeah. office or something. So <laughs> oh, it, was, geez. It, it was pretty cool. Uh, but uh, I, I want to one more uh, acting note before we get into the wrestling end uh austin you got a chance to be in a movie uh called missing persons mm-hmm. which i i saw um uh brett uh sent me the screener because i've worked with him a few times with uh the various projects that your dad and dustin Rhodes did with him mm-hmm. uh it was a little bit more of a cameo but what what was that like? You, you talked about getting on a different set. So what was that like compared to like a commercial and wrestling?
2: Yeah, I know eventually I want to start going into acting. I think that's always been my wheelhouse is just being an entertainer. And I don't want to I don't want to regret not at least trying acting. So like when I got an opportunity like that, just to have one line, when I got on set, I was strictly there to support dad. And then Dustin was there. So it was a cool kind of like dad son experience to go on set, help him with his lines. I was reading his lines to him when we were going over it in his trailer. And that was, that was just fun to hang out with him for a weekend. And then they said I was going to have a cameo. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was super nervous. You're in a different industry kind of, and you're, you're, you've never really, I've never really acted for real. So it's kind of, it was, it was a really cool experience to kind of be on set, see how it worked, go through the scene and then, film it from different angles. And it was just, it was more of an experience thing. But when I look back on it, I'm glad I kind of pushed myself into kind of just doing something different that I'm not used to. And, uh, at the time I was just like, man, this is kind of cool to be in a movie. Like Mm -hmm. even whatever scale it is, it's like being in a movie and kind of just doing something with your dad is always just really fun to do. Yeah.
0: Uh, I I thought I was going to have to pull teeth a little bit more, but you, you said something positive about, about him on camera, which a little bit of a contrast. Well, that was a
2: different time. That I'm was saying, a different that was time. A couple, that was a, that was a couple ago. years ago. So, uh,
0: now getting into that end of things, uh, AEW Revolution, you guys have your first title defense coming up. Kind of know how it's coming together now. Uh, we saw on Dynamite last week one more team qualified. It's Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Uh, you guys kind of wanted to go into business together. It seemed like there was maybe not, maybe they didn't want to jump into it right away. So what are your thoughts about not only getting your first title defense, but having it be in a four way, having it be under these circumstances where you still don't know every team you're going to be facing until a few days before the the event. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. And it's
1: just typical of how we get treated in AEW. Like, we're the best second-generation wrestlers. We're the fastest growing, like, and we just get thrown into the deep end constantly, and it's sink or swim. And we always swim, and we always come out on top. So you can put 20 teams in there. It does not matter. We're going to win. But it's just typical. Like, our first title defense, we can lose it, and we're not even going to get pinned. It's just – it's ridiculous. But at the same time, I don't care because we're going to win. That's just spoiler alert. We're going to keep the (laughs) title. So –
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's the, the same mindset. It's so Me and Colton have always been thrown in the deep end, whether it's our first TV matches on TV, whether it's our first in-ring live promo. Hey, by the way, this is your first in-ring live promo. Go do it. Every time we're thrown in the deep end, everybody wants us to fail. But then we turn around and shove it right in their face when we succeed. And like Colton said, it's so typical of how we get treated. We're not going against one tag team. We're going against three and we, we don't even have to get pinned to lose them, whatever, I don't care. Add anybody into that that third slot, it doesn't matter. But when it comes to the acclaimed and my dad, we already beat them once, so we have that in the bag. When it comes to a legend like Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, eh, I don't know, we might have something there. If it if it's just if it comes down to us two, I'd be happy, but we just have to find out who that fourth team is.
0: Yeah, there's uh, a lot of... Speculation who it might be, the casino match, this the mystery aspect always seems like it's a popular thing when it happens at different pay-per-views. Uh is there anybody you do want to see in that match? Maybe just to get a little payback or any, I, any way you want to see it play
2: out, doesn't
1: like to see does. nobody it, in that slot. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter to do me though, me. to be honest.
2: Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter, it really does not matter. We've gone against greats. We've gone toe to toe with your, your favorite wrestlers. It does not matter from our division who you put in that fourth slot. Justin Roberts is going to grab that mic and go and still AEW tag team champions of the world. The guns. You have, uh, told
0: quite the story with the acclaimed. I want to focus on them. They're, they're obviously in the match. You guys beat them for the titles. Uh, I mean maybe not as many people I don't I don't know how many people thought you might win. I obviously get, you guys are very confident in your abilities, you've proven it. But uh what do you what do you feel is the the biggest benefit to getting a chance to tell such a a long form story where there's so many times where it's quick turnaround in uh wrestling promotions, wrestling matches. You've pretty much been working with them since last summer the you know what's been the biggest benefit that you guys can I, see
2: uh i think when you're you're talking about a story it's not a story to us our entire childhood is everything we tell on screen is real real it's real that's our real dad and he chose the acclaimed over us and it's like yeah i think people find it comical that he he turned on us and went with the acclaimed and now they're the they were the most popular tag team in america's sweethearts but I don't think people realize like how hurt we were by that. Like we never saw a dad growing up. I know it was a hard schedule, but you can't even have time for your kids. Like every, I know you want to like say that that's a story, but that was real to us. He had every chance. We gave him every single chance to come back with us. And every time he just let us down. So when it comes to the acclaim, that's in the past, I don't care. Even though we have a pay-per-view match at revolution that's in the past that's in the past we've already beat them we're going to wipe the floor with them again we're trying to focus our our sights on new tag teams we want to prove ourselves we've already proven that we can take down daddy ass and the acclaimed and america's sweethearts so that's exactly what we're going to do at revolution again and break everybody's hearts again and let them let them feel our pain that we've been feeling our entire childhood
0: I think I would have been better served saying uh, this feud that you've been engaged in, maybe not a story. So I'll, I'll correct myself there. But uh, right before you you won the titles and were in this latest chapter with the acclaimed, uh, you guys help you you ran FTR out of AEW. We haven't seen them since. Is that something that? you want to keep in the past or do you want to so they keep talking about coming back so
1: do you i would like to talk about ftr real quick um so when we first started like uh so i started about two years ago and we when we were young we weren't really allowed to watch wrestling that much because my dad was in the attitude era and you had people flicking each other off and telling people suck it so we weren't really allowed to watch it that much so when we got into it we had to kind of look at a team that we wanted to emulate and wanted to be like and we were just gravitated towards FTR we would ask them questions all the time we would constantly like you know like I said ask them questions look for guidance and we respected them so much and then we wrestled them the first time we wrestled them four times um and when we wrestled them the first time we were so excited and right after that match everything changed with us and FTR they no longer saw us as like we're Helping you guys, they saw us as peers and they saw exactly how good we were and they didn't have time for us anymore. So we made it our vendetta that we were going to end their legacy and we did. We beat them. We've wrestled them four times and they've never beat us straight up. The first time Wardlow interfered. The second time they had to use the AEW champ and a six man. The third time our own guy hit Austin in the head with a crutch and the fourth time when it was just us and FTR, that's it. Our dad wasn't there. They didn't have anybody. We beat them. And then we went out and we held a funeral for them and we ended their legacy. That chapter is done just like the acclaimed chapter is done. They're in our rear view. We are done with them. I do not like them. I do not want to see them come back. They can go to whatever other promotion they want to go to, but we're done with them. We ended yeah, like, that legacy. There's no more seven star FTR, just the guns. We've yeah, got like uh, I,
2: I I got sent a few things on Twitter that Dax was talking about us on his podcast And it just put all of that into perspective. Like, shoot, me and uh, Colton don't get along with FTR anymore backstage. So, like I said, we don't care where they go. We don't care about the contracts. We don't care about them coming back. But that's shoot. Yeah, we don't get along. And uh, we hate to see it come to that. And I never want to batch any other wrestlers um but i think they got i think they wanted to be these guys backstage where everybody came and asked them questions and they wanted to be the veterans backstage and when me and colton no longer asked them for for advice i think they took that personally and now it's just you can feel it backstage we don't talk to them they don't talk to us head down in the hallway or at least that's what it was like i don't i don't care i don't care Uh, I think
0: you guys, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he said he was being diplomatic about it. I remember that, that part of the episode that you're talking about. And he just said, uh, you know, he did put you guys over. He said, you're, you're a couple of guys that, you know, study the craft, try to be better. Uh, maybe you're in a spot because of your dad helping you, but you know, the flip side of that is, is you've proven that you've earned that spot like you you guys have only been wrestling together for two years and have knocked it out of the park with everything and this is me speaking now too but you guys have knocked it out of the park with everything you've done so far obviously AEW sees that because you're you know you're on TV almost every week you're the champs now you you're in a a big spot going into revolution so uh
2: yeah, and I
1: don't want to take anything away from like what I just said, that they are a great tag team. <laughs> they are one, they are, you know, Mount Rushmore tag teams of all time. But, you know, now we're here. You know what I mean? Like they have so many accomplishments, and I want to surpass that. And it we got our first title within two years, and everyone says maybe this is our peak, but this is just the beginning. Like we're literally, like Austin said, we're we're learning on the fly as well. Like we're just doing our first promos we're doing our You're seeing me and austin's first tag match together was a championship match against jurassic express so this is just the beginning for us and not taking anything away from those guys but yeah
0: uh austin spent uh you spent a little bit of time in ring of honor the sinclair era ring of honor uh i don't know if many people know that but you competed in the top prospect tournament now that you guys are a team now that Tony owns Ring of Honor. Could you guys maybe see yourselves
2: going over there, pulling double duty? I mean,
1: Um, I think we pulled
2: double. I think we pulled double duty our entire career. It's as second generation, you you have so many eyes on you, waiting for you to fail. And my first run at ROH, it wasn't the greatest. I wasn't in the right mindset. I gained twenty five pounds. I wasn't ready to be on my own yet. And then when Colton came in, I mean, he held me more accountable, and I was already in a better mindset of like. What it takes to be in this business—working out every day, eating right, and and, and being dedicated to this craft—going to flatbacks with Sean Spears and learning from Tyler Breeze, and and doing that when when we aren't required to—I know we're good in the ring, and I know we can we can take some time off and come to Wednesday shows on Dynamite and and perform well. We want to be the best. We want to be the best. So if we have to pull double duty, that's just another thing. If we have to face three tag teams at Revolution, that's just another thing. Throw us in the deep end every single time, and we'll swim.
0: I usually do a watch list, so I I ask for match picks. I feel like maybe if I take the tag team title win off of the table, because that seems like an obvious pick, do you guys have a match that you feel shows that uh, your best effort in the ring together so far – one that uh, really you feel like, you know, you put your best effort forward. You you showed uh, that you're a complete wrestler, a complete tag team.
1: I would say even though it was our – like this is legit. Me and Austin's first ever TV match together was against Jurassic Express for the tag titles, main event of Rampage, 15 minutes. And I really think that match, if you go back and watch it, is is really, really good. We didn't come out victorious on that one, but I – Really enjoyed that match, and it showed how well me and Austin worked together. And it was a learning experience, obviously, because the second time that came around to win the titles, we didn't, we didn't fumble it this time, and we won them. But that's probably the match I would say.
2: Knowing what I know, uh, I don't take things personally like a lot because I know there's a lot of hate for us in this business, whether it becomes behind the scenes whether it comes from the fans, seeing us in a position of success and us not failing as second generation wrestlers, I think gets under a lot of people's skin. But knowing what I know now, what Dak said about us, after having so much respect for them at first, um, I wish I had another opportunity uh, to go back and have that first FTR match again, Uh, knowing what I know now, what they said about us. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get that experience again. Um, I think we held our own in that match. uh, But knowing what I know now about how they actually feel about us, um, I wish I could go back and do that match differently. And uh, yeah.
0: All right. I haven't brought it up the entire call, but uh, I'll end this one on a fun note. How grateful are you guys to Danhausen for making you guys popular by giving you your nickname?
2: He didn't make us popular. He should be grateful to us.
1: He we brought you him a to a job. Him. We got brought- him a job. He should be grateful to us. Okay. He made a offhand comment that we do not like and I'm glad he didn't say the nickname and you know yeah now he has a job and Yeah, I love
2: how this. you just said you were going to end this on a good note, but that's not a good note to us. We were going to we were going to be popular no matter what. You can't stop our momentum. Uh and then Danhausen whoever the hell he was at the time wasn't popular wasn't popular he was a nobody he was on the Jericho cruise had us do his comedy show cuz he couldn't hold it on his own and then made a comment about ass boys and then when we got off the ship and went to dynamite every week the entire arena was calling us ass boys so he, whatever whatever yeah okay. dude yeah. All right. All thanks for, right. thanks for ending that on a good note.
0: All right. Well, how about this? Uh, I'll get, I'll get a do over cause I thought,
2: yeah, try again.
0: <laughs> uh, you guys used to have a move. It was called the three ten to Yuma. It was based off of, if anybody doesn't know, uh, there was a movie and then, uh, there was a remake of the movie, any, uh, any movies out there now you would name a movie? a wrestling move after Ooh,
2: see there we go now we're getting somewhere oh you know what i would say
0: (laughs) i say have you have you seen that
2: movie uh hell or high water
0: yeah
1: with uh what's his name ben foster and chris Chris pine Pine? yes yes i think that's a little too much to say on commentary like oh my god they just hit him with the hell or high water but i think i think that's a really cool title i i don't know i feel like maybe the the sensors are a little they're okay with hell now right yeah i've heard some it's worse just,
0: things on dynamite
1: oh yeah yeah so we all have.
0: that that other thing i'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> uh i like it it's a good movie uh how about you austin
2: Man, i've been thinking about that I don't know. I got, I think I got to take that. I think that's uh, – me and Colton always try to name our finishers after cool Westerns that we've always seen, whether that's Tombstone, whether that's True Grit. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to go with Colton's answer, um, but I do want to say the 310 to Yuma has been fixed and revamped. Uh, you'll probably see it at Revolution. We're going to try and break it out. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, 310 to Yuma has a whole different meaning now, and you're not kicking out of that. All
0: right. All right. I like it. Uh, Maybe that's the finisher in Hell or High Water is a setup. Maybe you guys have two finishers. Uh, We'll find out at Revolution. Yes, we will. Thank you, guys, for the time today. It's been good getting a chance to catch up. Uh, I remember – what was it? july i think we we did a little promo at starcast uh i have to say you guys were probably the most one of the most popular people in that venue austin uh your charisma's through the roof so i knew right where you were uh shocker uh, (laughs) you know continued success to you guys uh you know, I'm looking forward to Revolution and seeing what you guys do next. Uh, I, th- I think sky's the limit for you guys. Thank you so much. I
1: appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, everyone watch Revolution right. and watch us retain these titles. Yeah, uh-huh. and still.